Welcome to or welcome back to the Made For More podcast with yours truly, McKenna Romaniano. And this podcast was designed to help you elevate your life, faith, fitness, and nutrition so that you leave with more than you came with. You are made for more and that's exactly what this podcast was created to show you. So let's level up together and jump into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the side of self-care that nobody actually wants to talk about. It's not commonly brought up because it's not fun and easy and all these like cucumbers on your eyes and going to the spa for spa day, all these things. Like that's not the self-care that I'm talking about because that's easy. We all like know what that looks like. We all know what that sounds like, but I'm going to talk about the hard stuff that people just don't really bring light to all that often until there's kind of no other option. So this is the hard shit. This is the stuff that we don't necessarily want to sit in, but it's so, so necessary. So honestly, more of a personal experience in this one is I just have been going through the ringer, like putting me through challenges, tribulations, trials, all the things. And it feels like I'm just not getting a break. And I was listening to a podcast the other day by another creator. Her name's Amy. And she was talking about how she thought she had her whole life together. Like she had a great job. She was in a great relationship. She moved out of her parents' house. Like she graduated college. She did all these things that like checking all the boxes. And then all of a sudden everything just changed. She was no longer in that relationship. She didn't have the job that she thought she did um, that was so secure. And she ended up having to move home to her parents' house to save a little bit of money. And that was so honest and raw from her to even talk about because we see people online, we see these creators and we think that they have the perfect life. There's another creator who recently also said she went through a hard time and nobody would have known. That's the hard thing is like self-care is even for influencers and people online I see, that's why I'm talking about this because I see it from my side of things where I'm like a consumer on social media and I just scroll and I see all these people with their perfect cars their perfect houses their perfect lives their perfect relationships and compare myself. And little do we know that people are still going through stuff. Like it's not always rainbows and butterflies with everybody that you see online or even everybody that you meet. Like social media, even with your friends is such a highlight reel. And so this is the hard stuff. Self-care is not easy. And a lot of times we also glamorize the not so pretty stuff when we're in the good stuff. So for example, like looking back on like hard times, it's like, oh my gosh, I got through that. Like I did so well, I crushed it. I like, I got through that time. It was super hard, super difficult. Hindsight's 2020 when we're in the thick of it, like nobody wants to talk about it. And this is like the stuff with like emotional processing, going to therapy, sitting and crying, driving your car and like having the radio blasting so, so loud and just really just letting your emotions out. Like these are the things that are self-care, but are not easy. Going to the gym when you really don't want to go, but you know, it's going to make you feel better. Like I said, therapy, I have a therapy appointment after this, which that's why that's on my mind, but sitting and having these hard conversations, they're emotionally draining, staying in and not having to go out all the time. And then of course, like experiencing FOMO when you do stay and everybody else goes out, but these are the things that I feel like we need to bring light to. So I'm just going to go through a little bit of what I would recommend. Personally, it's helped me and a couple of my clients and honestly, a couple of my friends who are really big into mindset and mindset coaches as well, who I've been following for a while and what they kind of recommend to do the side of self-care that nobody talks about. So jumping into things, processing emotion. Now, if you don't recognize the emotions that you're feeling, that's the first sign to dig a little bit deeper and do some more research on the like logical side of things. Like what are emotions? How do I feel these emotions? Like an emotions wheel, honestly, is the most helpful thing that I've ever experienced. I first found it in therapy and it basically helps you identify what category your emotion is in. So happy, mad, sad, and anger are typically the 
I guess, forefront emotions that we think of within that there's a whole plethora of emotions that are not really talked about. And it can really help you pinpoint exactly what you're feeling. And that can be helpful when you feel a little bit lost inside your own body and inside your own mind. And you're really just trying to figure out what do I need to make me feel better? And how can I identify this emotion to then work through it? So you might not be angry. You might be disgusted. You might not be sad. You might be more discontent. Like there's certain emotions that are not necessarily encapsulated in a happy, mad, sad, angry, and you have to get a little bit deeper. So an emotions wheel, 10 out of 10 recommend, just take a look at it. And even if you're happy right now, like, are you elated? Are you ecstatic? Are you poised? Like there's so many different niche emotions and that can really help start to increase your self-awareness around these issues of just like life and how you're experiencing emotions and how you're feeling things. Are there certain emotions you feel more often? Are there certain emotions you want to feel more often? And how can you elate those emotions inside of you? And how can you evoke those emotions inside of you? So that's what I would say is just figuring out your shit inside. Emotional regulation is huge. Feeling those emotions, of course, but emotionally being able to regulate yourself so you don't feel like you're a ticking time bomb that's about to go off. So that's number one that I would say is be really aware of your emotional state and what you need to feel better. And going into number two, like, what do you need to feel better? (laughs) So now that you've identified your emotions, like, what do you need to actually feel better? A lot of people think they need like external things. So they think they need validation through relationships. They think they need a better body. They think they need all these things, monetary and like whatever it might be, but you don't necessarily need those things. I would challenge you to look inward. How can you better be a support to yourself? What things do you need to do in order to get to that next level internally? Are there certain things that you're putting off that you know that you need to just get done, whether that is something more external like your taxes or if it's something more internal like getting to therapy? What are some things that you need? It might not be fun and pretty and easy like putting cucumbers on your eyes and going to a spa. What are some things that you need internally to be able to have a better relationship with yourself? Is that a better relationship with the scale? Is that a better relationship with food? Is that a better relationship with the gym, with exercise? Like these are just things that are coming to my mind because this is what I deal with with my clients on a daily basis. But what is that for you? How can you make yourself feel better? For me personally, I would say it's going to the gym, having fulfilling conversations and like relationships. Um, For me, it's small talk is just not my vibe. Like I want to get deep with people like real quick. Like if you meet me in person, maybe like within five minutes, we'll be talking about like our greatest fears. Like genuinely, like I want to get deep with people and that just comes with figuring out what you need to be supported. And it goes back to love languages. Like this is just a full circle moment of like all the things working on internal I guess, stability and feel figuring out what makes you feel your most at home in your body and your most at home in yourself and your most authentic because mindset is just a rabbit hole that I love to talk about and could dive so, so deep in and it's all personal. And that's the beautiful thing about it is it's not one size fits all. Nothing really is one size fits all, but especially with the mindset stuff, like you really have to get deep and figure out what you need. Cause for me, going to the gym is a really great outlet for me. Maybe it's not for somebody else. Maybe they'd rather run. Or for example, like watching the sunset. If you know me at all, you know that sunsets are my favorite thing on this planet earth. Like I could sit and watch a sunset every single night. And I do most nights when I'm back at home and I can go to like a lake nearby and just drive there and sit and watch the sunset. That makes me so happy because I can sit in the moment, really reflect on my day, reflect on me as a person, really just ground myself in nature. And of course, in like God's creation, but more so just like figuring out how I can support myself through the next couple of hours, the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, like really just detaching myself from my phone, from social media, 
from being at fingertips length for anybody who might need to reach me, but just sitting in the beauty of the sunset and knowing that it's fleeting and it's only here for a short period of time every single day, it's something I can rely on. And so for me, that's something that I like to do that really gets me in that emotive state of just being. And that's my word, honestly, for this year is just be. So often, I think even I'm guilty of this. We go, go, go. And my Google calendar is a mess, like absolutely a mess. If you if you see my phone at all or like see me looking at my Google calendar in real life, people have commented before being like, your life would stress me out. I mean, trust me, it stresses me out too sometimes, but I like to have things in order. And so kind of get getting away from that, detaching from that, blocking off time in my calendar every single night when I get home to watch the sunset, to just be with myself, being in the present moment. We so often plan ourselves three, four, five months out, which trust me, I do the same thing, but being in the present moment, it's the only moment we are actually guaranteed. So sitting here with me, thank you for being here in the present moment, but really be in your space, like be where your feet are, be where your feet are. So that's kind of one and two, I guess I would say, I think, I don't think I went over three or four. I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants with this one, but that's kind of where the best episodes kind of come from. So the next one, I cannot recommend this enough, but therapy, it kind of goes back to figuring out what you need and really identifying your emotions. There can be stuff deeply rooted and I'm working through some stuff right now, like childhood trauma related, um, internal just beliefs that we tell ourselves, all this neural rewiring that I'm trying to go through right now. It's just exhausting, honestly. And so giving yourself that grace, that period of time, but therapy, talk therapy is so, so underrated. I know we get help for like our physical bodies, it's like personal trainers and like all these different um, professionals or like doctors, but what happens on the internal completely affects the external. And so if we don't, if we just completely ignore the internal and only focus on the external, we're never going to actually be fully satisfied. So I would highly encourage you to focus on that internal talk therapy is great. Highly recommend. I think everybody should go through therapy at one point in their life, but that's something that I would recommend. Um, and honestly has changed my life. Just being able to process things through verbal communication instead of just sitting in your head and overthinking because raise your hand if you're an overthinker. That is me. But um, that's kind of what I would say for talk therapy, really just getting to know your emotions and getting to know yourself and also staying in and solo traveling and just being alone. That is a side of self-care that doesn't really seem all that like shiny. Usually it's like, oh, going out with your friends. Oh my gosh, this is so self-care. Like I'm getting my nails done with a group of friends. Like this is so self-care, right? Or it's quote unquote, that girl. In reality, staying in, solo traveling, getting to know yourself, really just spending time in solitude is the best way, in my personal opinion, to be able to figure out what you need. Sure, you can kind of leech onto other people. And personally, for me, I'm a chameleon, so I will do whatever I need to do to fit into a certain group of people that I'm around. But what I feel the most at home and most comfortable is when I am alone around people who bring out the best in me. And it's hard to find sometimes people that bring out the best in ourselves because we are so detached from who we are as a person. And it's more about people pleasing and getting everybody to like us. But the second that we can turn inward, focus on being authentically ourselves, those people just show up. They just come. They just are present and it's just easy. And I wish I would have known that so long ago because I was stuck all through probably college, just trying to fit in with a group of people or a couple groups of people. And I was just trying to be that person that they wanted, that person that they needed. And in reality, it never really panned out for me because it just made me feel really, really shitty because I was not being true to myself. And so really solo traveling has kind of taken off the last two years for me. And it honestly has changed my life. Solo traveling, simply, if you don't want to solo travel, you don't have to. Being alone, staying in, being in your own company without any external noise. 
no music, no podcast. Sorry, finish this episode and then turn it off. <laughs> um, any external noise, conversations, TV, like turn it off. Grab a journal, if you journal, meditate if you meditate, sit there in silence, get to know yourself, do a fun craft, I don't know, cook dinner, like do something without all the millions of inputs trying to distract you. Get to know yourself. What are your hopes, goals, and dreams in life? I'm sure you've heard that question before, but genuinely, if you didn't have to please anybody, if you had all the money in the world, if you had all the time in the world, what would you do? And now what is stopping you from being that person? What is the highest version of yourself? And how can you align to be that highest version of yourself? If you don't know what that is, work on your values. What are your values? There's plenty of lists of values online. It should take you a while to figure out what your values are, but these are the pillars of your life. These are the things to live by. These are the things that are rooted in who you are as a person. And all your decisions can be filtered through these values. Personally, for our company, we actually just went through a little values revamp, I guess you could say. And we have new values, or I guess, updated values. And this helps Mallory and I guide our coaching. This helps guide our community. This helps guide our decisions. If we have a decision, we don't know what to do. We guide it through our values. Is this rooted in vitality? Is this rooted in team spirit? And we kind of sift through these decisions in accordance with these values. If it's a new program that we're trying to add, if it's a new additive, if it's a new anything in our company, or we're trying to take something away, is this aligned with our values? Yes. Okay, great. Go ahead. No. Well, maybe we shouldn't go through with that decision because it doesn't align with who we are as a company. So as companies have core values, mission statements, you have one as well. Figure out what that is. And the only way you can do that is by getting to know yourself, staying in, really just, I keep on going back to solo traveling because you experience the world by yourself in a sense. You're in a new place and the only thing you have that's familiar is you. And that's powerful because it forces you to get to know yourself because you're in an uncomfortable situation. Of course, safely, please. But you're in a different and uncomfortable situation and putting yourself in that space, the only thing you have in that moment is you. And you can only be 100% authentic in that space because you know yourself. And I find it so freeing. I talked to my therapist about this last week. I think I figured out, not figured out, but have a better idea of why I love solo traveling so much. More especially recently, because it allows me to be the freest and most authentic version of myself because I am such a big people pleaser and I am such somebody who wants to make everybody else happy that in my personal life, when I know these people really well, it's so much easier for me to just sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to check in on this person. I'm going to check all these boxes, do X, Y, and Z for other people. I'm going to be this person because they need me to be that person. I'm not going to talk about this topic because they don't want to talk about it, but that holds me back from being the most authentic version of myself. So when I'm able to solo travel, nobody knows who I am. Like I can walk into a coffee shop, a restaurant, sit down, order some food, order a coffee, get to work, do whatever I want to do, walk around the city for all I care. Nobody knows who I am. So I can create the identity that I've always wanted to be. And that's most true and authentic to myself. And that is powerful because the second that I stepped into that power of knowing that I am the creator of my life, not literally, but I am the author of my life where I can make these decisions that are in alignment with who I want to be and nobody's judging me for it. That was the barrier that held me back for so long was judgment or I guess fear of judgment from others because nobody's really judging you. I mean, maybe they are, but that's their own problem. But with the judgment piece from other people that I know, it was powerful to step out of that familiarity and step into a place of uncomfortability with the environment that I'm in, because that allowed me to be the most confident and comfortable version of myself because I didn't feel like anybody was judging me for it, which was so, so powerful. And so, yes, of course, I had FOMO with friends back home doing all these fun things and I'm not really there. 
But at the end of the day, it came down to something more internal for me. And I'm figuring out who I am as a person. And that's freaking powerful, y'all. Like that's powerful to know that regardless of what everybody else is doing, you feel comfortable and you feel authentic in yourself. And that's only thing you owe anybody. That's it. Just to be the most authentic version of yourself. Because if you're that person, you show up better in relationships. You show up better in your job. You show up better in your family. You show up better as a person and can offer more of yourself to others because you know who that person is. Powerful stuff. So this is just sort of a short little blurb of the side of self-care no one wants to talk about. I love talking about this stuff. So if you have any input, please DM me on Instagram and please give this podcast a review. I'll be back next week for another episode, but give it a review. I know we're somewhat new around here, but it'd mean a lot if you could give us a review on Apple or on Spotify, whatever platform you listen on, so we can push this out to more people that could potentially benefit. And keep on dropping your requests in the form in the description box for topics you want me to talk about, guests you want me to have on, anything like that, even questions you have. I'll go through a Q&A of fitness, nutrition, mindset, lifestyle, anything you want to know. I'll bring on guests and experts in that field to kind of get more information and I'm learning, you're learning, and we're on this journey together. So until next time, thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're at the gym, on the road, cleaning, or walking your dog, I am so glad you chose to spend the last few minutes with me. Find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. And if you have a question or an idea for a guest, please submit the form also found in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe or follow to never miss a new episode drop. And until next time.